What we want to do is share insight upfront, not about our product or service, but instead insight about the prospect's world. Welcome to Data-Driven Selling by the Sales Insights Lab, the podcast that helps reps and business owners generate more meetings and close more sales at higher prices. A lot of the latest data shows that prospects consider a salesperson's sales pitch to be one of the most critical components of the sales process. And yet so often salespeople are kind of all over the place when it comes to that sales pitch. And they're never getting the real feedback that they need from prospects because most prospects, when they deal with a bad sales pitch, simply just disappear, they ghost. They don't provide helpful feedback and say, these are the three reasons why we're not doing business with you. Instead, they just disappear. So there are a number of key, truly revealing characteristics that separate great sales pitches from everyone else. So I'm going to show you five revealing characteristics of a successful sales pitch. Check it out. Number one, there is no traditional sales pitch upfront. This is so key because I see it all the time. Salespeople are stuck in this old school traditional mindset that they need to have this amazing sales pitch up front. Now, of course, we want to be tight and concise in what we're saying to prospects, but we're not using the beginning of the conversation to pitch our product or service. We're not using that early part of the sale to focus on what it is that we do and all the ways that we're going to help them. It really is a huge turnoff to a buyer to immediately feel like you're being pitched really hard upfront. Instead, great people save the sales pitch or that presentation for much later in the conversation. What they're using upfront is simply a means to engage prospects in a conversation. Number two, whiteboard pitch instead. So this builds on the last idea that I just shared with you, which is that most salespeople are focused on selling their products or services, sharing the features and benefits that their product has to offer upfront. Instead, what we want to do is share insight upfront, not about our product or service, but instead insight about the prospect's world. And that's where a whiteboard pitch comes in. We actually use whiteboard pitches, which literally means having something that you can draw on. It could be a whiteboard, it could be on a Zoom, you can literally write directly on the screen using some kind of a stylus or a pen or an iPad. But you want to have some kind of a tool where you can literally map out some of the key challenges that you see prospects facing in their particular world. And then we often are sharing little pieces of data that kind of support those challenges and why they're happening and what are the root causes. Having a tight whiteboard pitch is so key up front because what it's doing is it's establishing you as the expert early on. Think of it as the doctor who, let's say it's an orthopedic surgeon and they show a little sculpture of the human spine and they're saying, so this is where you've mentioned some pain and these are typically the reasons that are causing it. And suddenly you're like, ah, oh, wow, that totally makes sense. It's the same thing. But we're not talking about our solutions or our services, but instead just simply sharing insight. Number three, disqualify before solve. 
This is a really important distinction, is that we are not actually presenting the solution early on in the conversation. Instead, we're ultimately going to be giving our whiteboard pitch, engaging them in that conversation, and then taking them through a disqualification conversation, where we're asking a series of systematic questions that are going to help us determine whether someone is truly a fit, whether they're really dealing with the types of challenges that we solve, and understanding how it's affecting their organization or their life. So by taking prospects through a disqualification process, we are really determining what's going on. And by the way, just by the name of it, you probably get the sense that if they're not a fit, we simply disqualify them and move on. This is so important in also establishing that authority, showing that we don't need the business. Prospects immediately feel it when you don't need the business. When they think you need it, suddenly they start beating you up on price and they get really turned off really quickly. Number four, case study presentation. So this is the point at which we actually start to present about our solutions and our product or service. But what we want to do is present that through a case study presentation. We want to have a series of stories or examples that really demonstrate how our product or service helped other folks that are similar to them. And that's where we want to have an arsenal of case studies or just examples. They don't have to be fancy printed out PDF case studies, but instead just a series of examples that you can share at the beginning of a presentation that really help you transition into how it is that you're going to ultimately serve them, how you're going to help them accomplish whatever it is that they are looking to accomplish and solve the challenges that they have. That's where using case studies through the power of story is going to engage them over and over and over again. Number five, let their questions drive the presentation. This is a huge change in the way most salespeople think. Most salespeople think, I want to avoid getting questions during the presentation. But actually, the latest data shows that salespeople that are most likely to close a sale are getting the most questions during the presentation. And think about it, it kind of makes sense, right? If a prospect is asking you a lot of questions during the presentation phase of a sale, it means they're engaged, it means that they're interested. They're not just looking down at their phone and thinking, geez, when am I gonna get the hell out of here, right? They're engaged or asking questions. So what we want to do is use the case study presentation and we want the presentation to be pretty short and just focused on their challenges and let their questions drive the rest of the presentation. We don't need to have this huge canned PowerPoint presentation, but instead really let what they most care about drive what we're really talking about. So there are the five revealing characteristics of a successful sales pitch. Thanks for listening. Want more tactical advice on selling? Register for our free video training on the five-step formula to closing more deals without price pushback, think it overs, or ghosting. Simply visit closing.training to get instant access. That's closing.training to get instant access.